iTunes presents Meet the Filmmaker at the Apple Store. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Apple Store. Soho, how are you doing tonight? <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, please welcome this evening's guest moderator, Josh Horowitz of MTV News. Hi, everybody. Thanks for, uh, sorry for the delay. I've had the privilege of moderating a few of these at the Apple Soho store, but I think I've never said yes more quickly than when I was invited to moderate a panel with Leighton Meester and Minka Kelly. Uh, these, as you know, everybody here are uh, two of the most exciting and beautiful young actresses working today uh, in two addictive television shows over the last few years. They're obviously making the transition uh, into uh, to the big screen. The Roommate opens this Friday. If you want to see about 100 minutes of them employing knives, guns, and hair pulling to kill each other, this is the movie for you. Um, we're gonna take your questions. I'll uh, be chatting with them for a bit, but then we'll turn it over to you guys. Hopefully you have some amazing questions. There'll be mics around. You know the drill. But without any further ado, I see them. Leighton Meester, Minka Kelly, come on out. Hi guys. So um, I've seen the movie, and I uh, I don't know whether to say like, are you an amazing actress, or is there actual psychosis I should worry about here She's today? She's an amazing actress. <laughs> Sorry. Um, are there seeds of insanity within you yeah. that you can tap into? No, I mean I I'd, I'd like to joke at least and say it's a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B, but. Um, no, I mean, I think everyone is a little bit, like they at least could fantasize about, well, what if I took that extra step and, you know, did something a little crazy. But I have a pretty firm grip on sanity for the most part. Right. But during this time, I got to totally let it go, which was a little scary. I feel like I read that the writer um, said that you have the ability to turn your creepiness on and off. Is that like a, just like a, an easy switch for you? You can just kind of go, <laughs> can I ask you to turn on the creepy right now if I want it? No. <laughs> and I think that's a really funny compliment. She can be really creepy. <laughs> it's a really nice thing to say. For, for you, Minka, I mean, this character, I mean, you've, got a, you've got a tough job here in that you're, you know, you're kind of the straight, the straight character here, and you have to kind of deal with... <laughs> with, with what she's, uh, um, you know, trying to take over your life. I mean, what, did you find this, uh, 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 you know, uh, what was the challenge of a character like this? Is it, is it tougher when it's kind of a more straight-ahead kind of role like this? Is there enough to kind of sink your teeth into? What, you know, what appealed to you about it? Well, I mean, sure. If, if there, was, there was challenges throughout the entire, the, the entire thing and making sure that I'm not creeped out by her from the beginning and making sure that I don't start out knowing that she has a problem or a chemical imbalance and you know giving her the benefit of the doubt for the most part of the movie until I'm actually proven wrong because for everyone else for people watching the movie for everyone else around me in the scenario in the movie it's easier to see her crazy but when in also in real life when you're in a situation with someone it's harder for you to see them doing anything odd or wrong or acting in a certain way. Just like if you had a best friend or a boyfriend or a girlfriend acting, doing something wrong or treating you in a bad way 
it's you make excuses for them you justify their actions because you want to believe in the best in them and so i had to make sure that i kept that until you know just make it believable so that there weren't any moments where like how can she not see that she's crazy you know and really make it true to where if you were in that situation it'd be harder for you to see than it is for everyone else does that make sense yeah, very yeah. long-winded no 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 <laughs> I, I mean i guess what i was gonna along those lines I mean, would you say you're a, a naturally trusting person in, mm -hmm. in your life? I mean, do, does it take in a lot? In my real life? Yeah. No, I'm pretty guarded. Really? Yeah. Did that develop over time, or was that always the case? It, of course. I mean, you don't come out of the womb guarded. <laughs> um, but it's hard for me to let people in, I, you know, unfortunately. But I don't know. No, I think you're I'm wrong. a real sweetheart. Oh. You know, I, I am, I, I've, I've, I like to think I'm, I'm very, I don't, you know what, I do my best. <laughs> She's complex. Yes, it's um, not an easy answer. It's not a yes or it's no. It's not, you but know, I mean, it depends. I think I have a good instinct. Mm. So certain people I let in easier than others, you know. But your character is cut. more, <laughs> but your character, like, she does toughen up, though. She's oh, yeah, she certainly fights. She, as soon as she knows it's time to fight back, she fights back. Yeah. So, is it fun, uh, for, you know, for your character, Layden, it's, it's, it's kind of a slow burn for a little while, right? Like, she doesn't kind of, like, all the cards are now on the table uh, early on in the film. Is it, is, it, is it more fun for you to kind of, like, play those scenes, you know, without giving anything away? As the film progresses, her behavior gets a little bit more extreme. Is that stuff you look forward to in terms of kind of being a little bit bigger, playing it a little bigger, or can the early stuff be as much fun? Um, I think it was more, honestly, it was more uncomfortable being, uh, or I mean, especially watching afterwards, the scenes where she's being normal or trying to be normal and just playing it straight. I think that it's just really honestly a very thin facade and she always has wheels turning and um, you can tell that, you know, she might be a little bit off and uh, you know, it slowly progresses, but I think that's what happens. I mean, if you if you want to know, like, kind of chemically what it is, is that she is taking an antipsychotic medication, and when you take the medication, you don't feel like you're crazy, uh, so then you stop taking it, and when you stop taking antipsychotics, you become psychotic again. So that's basically what happens. Is this the kind of film where, I mean, it's obviously a popcorn kind of movie, but I mean, I would think you don't treat your, your work any less seriously on, on a film like that. I mean, do you, does research kind of go uh, hand in hand with something like this? Were you gonna say something? I just am such a champion of hers and the work that she did and the research that she did do. So I just hate, I would hate the idea of this movie being a popcorn movie, taking away from the work that both of us, but especially her, that she did on this movie. I mean, I told, I know what he means, though. I do because yeah, I no, was. I hope just, you didn't take it the wrong way. I mean, no, it's no. an entertainment, I, though. I think that this movie, as scary and thrilling and really, honestly, creepy as it is, it is fun and sexy and uh, filled with action, and it, you know, it's entertainment too. So. It's both. I mean, for me, when I was watching it, I was like, oh my God, this is like, it was really uncomfortable because I think I had amnesia about doing the movie, to be honest. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe. And I was just like a total terrorist on set to everybody. I'm sure I was just like, rah, all the time. Um, 
but yeah, what was the question? It's okay. We'll move on. So, so um, you know, obviously another part of the novelty of the film is, um, you know, in the vein of single white female, there's kind of there's a uh, similarities between you two just physically, and you kind of accentuate that throughout the film as it goes. Um, have you guys found yourself in the course of your career, you know, interacting a lot, competing for the same roles? Like, do you feel like you're you've been traveling on similar paths, and had you kind of interacted much before this? No, no. I met her, um, I was 16, I think, and we traveled to South Africa together. We were doing um, like these, this pair of commercials. Um, and by the end, we like went out on this little pier and we we're like, can we be friends forever? And I didn't even really think like, oh, we kind of look like each other. Like, and I saw her mom and she kind of looked like my mom. And it was just, it was very sort of strange. And then over the years, people have been like, Minka, oh wait. And so I think it's just really interesting that this is the movie that we ended up being in together and um, yeah. Do you always correct the person or are there fake autographs signed by you for the <laughs> other out there? Probably somewhere. <laughs> I think it's a lovely compliment. Um, I, I agree. I, I never thought that anyone would, would, I don't know, I think it's flattering that anyone would even know my name in front of you because <laughs> I feel like so many people are like, Blair! And I'm like, no, Minka, <laughs> Minka, damn it, no. <laughs> so um, we alluded, I alluded to earlier, kind of like you know the, the physical aspect of this film, and it, again, it kind of increases as it goes along. Is that something you look forward to? Kind of literally the the stunts and the physical action that come, especially towards the end of this film, something that you naturally yeah. are. Yeah, go ahead. Big it's, time. It's like a big tension breaker, I think. Mm -hmm. um, so lucky that we were able to do it at the very end of shooting everything. Yeah. It was like the last week of work and it was pretty intense. Well, she's really tough. Um, <laughs> the entire time, I I mean, not to give too much away, but I'm kind of like trying to be physical with her and then just apologizing the whole time. And it's it's really, really messed up because I'm, I, I still think that I can salvage the friendship. So, uh, but it's it's still like pretty heavy duty, yeah. And I and I sh have a gun, which was terrifying, because I I don't like them, but I actually kind of started to get good at it. <laughs> <laughs> Does this whet the appetite? Would you be uh, both of you, either of you, interested in kind of doing a little bit more action in terms of film or TV work? I mean, I know there's actually some action. It sounds like ahead for you with Charlie's mm -hmm. Angels, perhaps. Um, so is that something intriguing for both of you? Uh, yeah. I mean. Sure. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> if the part's there. Yeah. Um, it's it true, though. It's funny because through that whole fight thing, we'd break something. she'd break something over my head and be like, I'm sorry. Or I would <laughs> kick her. Or we, yeah. It was like, such tough stuff, and we were such badasses. And then we'd be like, sorry, are you okay? Does that, are you okay? Okay. <laughs> I, I want to ask you guys, and we'll turn over uh, to some questions soon, but like, you, know, you guys are both at very interesting uh, points in your career, and, and I want to talk... It, to each of you for a second. So Minka, I mean, you know, you've done obviously Friday Night Lights, which you know most people know you from. Um, you know, one of the most like critically acclaimed and beloved shows on the air in the last few years. And you've been, you know, you haven't done a lot of film yet, and this is clearly a. a this is my first. I mean, I mean, I've been in things, but nothing, I've, nothing so, like. So I'm curious, like thought process-wise, like was it trepidation? Was it kind of waiting for the right material? Um, what's well, been the attitude in terms of? Really, it was. Oh my God! I got a job. No, <laughs> I mean you get you get offered things, but not really the things you really want to do. Um, so 
for me, I just felt really lucky that I got offered to do a job with a friend of mine for my first experience. I just felt like it was a really safe thing to do and it would be a really fun thing to do. And also I thought, what a great idea to bring back the story of single white female again. I mean, there's a whole generation of people who, or kids who haven't seen that or even know about it. So in no way at all are we trying to recreate it because it's genius on its own. It's just sort of bringing that idea back and setting it in college because it's a good idea. <laughs> and totally relatable. <laughs> it works. I love seeing white female, and this one works too. So, okay, for you, Layden, I mean, obviously, especially in the last year or so, outside of Gossip Girl, you've been very active in film and, and a lot of different kinds of films, from Date Night, which was a kind of a small thing. Um, you obviously you know, have The Oranges coming out in a little bit, Monte Carlo. So it, how calculated do you feel you have to be? And I don't mean that in a negative connotation in terms of like approaching the film work, in terms of kind of picking and choosing different kinds of movies. Is it, has it been tough for you to kind of navigate the film decisions you've had to make? Like, give me a sense of sort of like where your head's at in terms of like finding film work right now. Um, I mean, it's, it's weird. It, it, I do my show um, for like nine or 10 months out of the year and then there's a couple months there to do a film. And if there is one that's shooting just at the right time, that's the right thing, that's cool. I mean, we shot this two years ago. This was actually like a couple of hiatuses ago for me. So um, I've been really lucky that there have been movies that I've wanted to do and that are right for me during that time. And then there's other movies. I did that movie Country Strong during production and I was like, well, I need to do this movie. So we're just gonna have to work it out. Right. Um, but I think uh, it's very much just a, a compulsive thing when you when you read a script or you hear about a project that you it's it's um it's like you have to play the character and weirdly enough a lot of the time when you feel that way it actually works out cool. uh let's see if there's some questions out there i think there are mics floating around um how did you both feel when you read the script because i'm sure it's like different from anything you ever um done like i'm sure it's like one sorry <laughs> Um, yeah. <laughs> um, well, I read the script in a really early stage, and uh, the character was it, it was really fleshed out and um, written in a way that was uh, it, it spoke to me because uh, I mean I don't know I always think if I if I'm not an actor I would love to be a psychiatrist because I like helping people with their problems I don't know how to deal with my own but other people's are are good. Um, and it's just so interesting to be able, and, and, it, and it's the best part of my job that I get to break somebody down and understand why they do what they do. And I really like it when, it, sort of on the surface, sometimes they're not doing good things, but there's a reason behind it. And it, it made me become curious as to why she's doing what she's doing and how, in my own weird way, I could bring justice to that. Because in her mind, she's doing the right thing. And it's not the right thing, but <laughs> it seems that way to her. Um, so I just wanted to kind of, you know, experiment with that. Next question right here in the front. Hi. Um, first of all, thank you both for coming tonight. It's kind of cool to meet you both. Uh, <laughs> um, my question is, uh, for those of us who don't go to movies that much anymore, 
and I've kind of lost faith in a good horror movie, why should I go to see the movie in theaters versus renting it? What's so original well, about it? It's not a horror movie. <laughs> So that's a good thing. It's a, it's a <laughs> psychological thriller, so mentally you'll have more fun. <laughs> I think it's, um, I mean, I don't know. I, I saw it in a theater, um, and I brought a few of my friends, and none of them sat next to me. They sat one seat away, so I didn't even get to, like, grab onto anybody. Um, it's, vi like, even among my friends, like at one point, I don't want to give too much away, but I fully get punched in the face, and everyone cheered. Yeah, that That's says a good something. Moment. No, I, you will. I, you will. <laughs> um, but I, I, it's very much an experience, and uh, and it's scary, but it's not like jump out and scare you. It really does make you think. It it, it, make, it doesn't make you want to close your eyes and not look. It's not grotesque in any way. It's like, what's gonna happen next? What is she capable of? What is she doing? How could she do that? What is she going to do next? And it's, it's suspenseful. And you really leave talking it. about it. <laughs> People will be pretty. talking back to the screen like, don't do that. Yeah, seriously, don't go in there. <laughs> Question to your right. Hey, guys, how are you doing? Oh, for, for, oh hey, what's up? How are you doing? Uh, for, for, wait, for the research, for your character, um, you had to actually meet with people that had the same mentality as your, as your character? Like, for, for, yeah, for um, you had to meet with people actually for your research. Like, you had to meet with people that... Well, I, uh, I was lucky enough to uh, be able to have a lot of time beforehand. I only had to work on this during the time, so I was um, fully involved throughout the whole thing, which was great. And... Um, I've also been lucky enough to know a lot of crazy people, um, so that's great. Um, but also, uh, I did meet with, you know, uh, psychiatrists who they've even gone to court to defend people who are mentally unfit um, to go to prison for their crimes, and they were some pretty intense, scary crimes. So um, even just hearing about them, I mean, I'll spare you all the details because. Uh, they're pretty, uh, pretty twisted and dark. Um, but it really gave me a lot of insight into why this person does what she does and why she would be the way she is. Because I was like, well, is it her parents or her experience or her childhood? And it's really nothing specific. It's not like only one person from this background becomes this way. That's not it. Um, I think it's like maybe it's a lack of real love and attention um, and it's definitely a chemical imbalance but it also like spelled out the path of why I would be doing those things because in my life I would never do those things. I would never be uh, you know jealous of a friend's boyfriend um, or other friends or be nosy to the point of snooping or that type of thing. But uh, the doctors, you know, one of them really spelled it out for me and said, Sarah, uh, her love for Rebecca means life to her. Um, that's how she feels she can live. So when anybody or anything gets in the way, she feels indirectly somehow that that person or thing is threatening her life, um, which sounds crazy, and it is, but it's, it somehow made me understand why she was doing what she was doing. Right here in the front row on the right. 
Uh, this is a question for Layden. I know the characters in Gossip Girl are now in college. How would Blair Waldorf react if this character was her roommate? <laughs> oh, wow. Um, <laughs> that's a good question. Um, she'd probably bitch slap her. <laughs> I'd want to see that movie or TV show. I know, right? Play all the roles. I know. I feel like that they're very, they're two very separate realities. Um, but yeah, a bitch lab. Good. Question all the way in the back. Um, this is a question for Layden. Um, I was just wondering, um, for overall, would you want to be a friend with this person you're playing in the character? Like, would you try to be a friend with a psycho, even though? <laughs> would you? No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Way over here on the right, standing up. Good evening. Um, as young actors, how do you, how are you gonna go about like improving your craft? Two like two classes. Do you have like a mentor? Are there actors that you like aspire to their qualities that inspire you? How are you gonna go forward from here? Um, do you want to say? <laughs> um, I mean, from my point of view, I think uh, time, experience, um, I, I think goals, maybe being uh, not content is what drives uh, me, at least. And um, I think always trying to be smarter um, and, uh, you know, I, I think never doing the same thing twice, um, and I, I think it just takes time, and, uh, you grow much more comfortable with who you are as a person, and then eventually, um, you know, with your work, too, hopefully. Can I ask what some of the goals are? Say you have goals. Yeah, you know, I really don't know. I, I, I know that what's important to me in my life is my work and my family and my friends and that being my complete identity. I don't want any of the exterior things that might cushion it or, or make it seem um, any different from anyone else's life. I, all I want for myself is to grow as a person and as an actor um, and whether that means you know uh, making um, you know a movie like this or or whatever comes next um, just as long as I'm content and um, I maintain my own identity and I can understand my inner workings I think that's important um, but there's goals I mean you know if this is a really great job. I'm a big kid. We're big kids playing make-believe. Make yeah, exactly. And and you get to, you know, change and, um, I don't know, I work with the most amazing people and travel and, um, yeah. Get out, of your own, get out of your own boring reality and be someone else. Would you say, I mean, you know, again, uh, the Friday Night Lights experience has been so good to you and, and, and is not something that happens every day, would you say that that sets a really high bar for you and does it make it almost more difficult for you when you're looking at future jobs to say, 
it's not quite as good as that, but you know, I, I want to try something. I want to experiment with something. Um, well, I'll always, I'll always aim to do things that I'm afraid of, that don't seem easy, like as you might assume that maybe this role would have been easy, but there were certainly challenges in it. And um, I, you know, with Friday Night Lights, I just got really, really lucky, you know, at that stage when you're just auditioning for hundreds of pilots and you land one, you're just like, yes, I can say I'm an actor. I'm getting paid as an actor. This is amazing. And, you know, we did that pilot and I never, we never thought it would go anywhere. You know, it was like, well, the guy broke his neck. Where are we going to go from here? <laughs> and um, I just got so lucky. I got so, so lucky. I would have taken anything. And to have gotten something so special and so unique and to have been surrounded by such talented people, I just, I could never compare it to anything else. And I would never look at another job and say, well, it's not as special as Friday Night Lights. Because I never thought, you know, I never knew Friday Night Lights was so special. Nor did anyone else, really, until as of late. <laughs> um, so, you know, yes, of course, I, I would love to keep that integrity and do you, things that I think are as special, of course. Question, Question in the back to your left. Hi, um, I would like to know as an actress, what's the biggest difference between filming or working in a movie and a TV show? Movie star. <laughs> well, I I think with TV, your character is ever evolving, and you're growing with your character, and you're always learning with your character about your character, and right. And with a movie, you know the entire arc, where it begins and where it ends, right? Kind of. Yeah. I mean, you can sort of create a backstory and um, what happens after for yourself and everything between. Um, but with the show, you really can't do that because you know you might say, oh, this is the character's middle name, and then two years later, they're like, it's Theodora. <laughs> you know, So you can't make it up. They sort of decide for you. And also the schedule, that's a big difference. Because mo movie goes for a few months, usually, and a show goes for years. <laughs> we have time for- If you're lucky. We have time for two more questions. This is the first. Okay, so my question is, did you guys see Single White Female before you had done this? And what were your feelings on kind of like, I mean, it's not like a remake, but a remake. It's were not you, like what? It's not, I mean, I'm, I don't, I wouldn't say it's a remake, but reusing a story idea. How did you feel about, you know, doing that? <laughs> I thought it was a great idea. <laughs> You know, as I, I thought, I thought, what a great idea! Because so much time has passed, there's a whole generation of kids who haven't seen that movie and I think it's such a relatable concept, especially if it's set in college. I mean, college dorm roommates are picked randomly, and why not spook the crap out of all of them and say, "Hey, what if uh, you get stuck with a crazy one? <laughs> what if they have a chemical imbalance?" Uh, last question in the middle here. Hi. As actors, um, what would be your ideal role if you could play one role either in a film that's been made before or in theater? What's your dream role? Oh, what's your ideal role in a film oh. or a theater? 
Um, I don't know. I think every role is ideal because it's different from the last one. And it challenges you in a different way. And I think variety is really important. Um, it's what keeps us from being bored or stagnant. So um, I, I would say a role like this that I got to play in this movie is ideal because I got to completely explore myself, a character, um, the mind. It was really thrilling. Um, would I do it again? Probably not, you know? Um, so I don't know. Cool. I, think I second also, that. Okay. Uh, I guess we're out of time. Uh, as I said, The Roommate is out in theaters on Friday. Check it out. Uh, please give it up for Minka Kelly and the, Thank you. the creepy Layden Meester. <laughs> Thanks, Thank guys. You. Guys, one more time. Thank you to Layden Meester and Minka Kelly for coming out tonight. The Roommate opens this Friday. It's a Tuesday. Plan accordingly. We also have the Meet the Filmmaker podcast, don't forget, available for free in the iTunes store, <clears throat> as well as the apple.com forward slash Soho gateway to all your wonderful things happening here at the Apple Store Soho. And if you don't have time to check it at home on the web, you can check it on the go. That's right now. Available for free, the Apple Store app for your iOS devices. You can pick your favorite stores, find out what's going on, when, sign up, and even check yourself in upon arrival. Uh, it's all for free, available now in the App Store on your iOS device, the Apple Store app. Thank you guys again for coming out tonight. We hope to see you later this week. We have some great events going on. Chuck D will be here, and and then we'll have DJ... Oh, yes? <laughs> Sorry. And then a wonderful film event for I Am Number 4 on Friday. So keep an eye on apple.com forward slash Soho for all the upcoming events. Get home safe and have a great, great week. Thank you. <laughs>